are worlds between our own, and from these worlds there are written histories, both ancient and modern. To read of these testaments, scrawled in hidden places and on other things, you must fix your eyes uncomfortably within you, and if successful, your gaze will unlock the door behind raw imagination and meet the manuscript of innumerable folios known as the Dark Darkness. Hello, I'm Sharkchild, and this is The Dark Verse, testament scrawled in hidden places and on nether things with the sole purpose of sharing with you a unique world of horror and fantasy that will follow you to the visions of your sleep. I decided to crawl out of the shadows of my bedroom and finally give you another story of The Dark Verse. It's been a while, but... The mind is still working, and so there is still fresh material. There will always be fresh material. Before I give you the story, just want to let you know again that the Kindle version of the Dark Verse Volume 1 from the Passages of Revenants is only $2.99 on Amazon, and you can buy the hardcover version of the book on my website at sharkchild.com. Just click the little shop icon and uh, you can buy it there with free shipping for $15.99 and uh, that copy will come signed. If you're in the mood, go ahead and do that and support me. If not, just go ahead and enjoy the free podcast downloads. Okay, this is episode 79 of The Dark Verse and it is entitled The Pendulum Roll. I emerged from the dark halls of my house and entered the only fully lit arena therein. A kitchen with wide, tall windows that welcomed the rising sun. I sat down at a small wooden table where scrambled eggs and toast waited for me on a dull, silver plate. My mother stood at the sink, washing dishes, and exchanged with me a brief good morning that I returned as quickly as I vanquished the food prepared for me. No sooner was the last bite entering my innards than I was returning back into the veins of my house. Even in day, candles with flickering flames lined the walls to give greater sight and passage. Old paintings hung on the walls, capturing alien affairs of fantastical pasts where non-human beasts chaotically controlled the resources of the world. For many years, the images were nothing more than ornaments. But as I aged and grew in wisdom, I saw the allegories presented in correlation to the purpose of my home and the burden my family was bound to within it. As I deeper entered the house, the sound I had always been accustomed to grew louder. The sound of footsteps ricocheted back and forth in the upstairs hallway, down and back, over and over and over. It was not loud, It was like the fall of rain and the gush of wind. The sound blended symbiotically with the house, 
and was no less of an important element to its construct than a door or a window. Adjacent to the cadence of the curious steps was my father's study and the bedrooms of my family, my parents, my two brothers, and myself. My father was always in his study, religiously transcribing old text into organized volumes that were placed amongst the immeasurable histories of the library that connected to my father's study by spiral stairs. These stairs led down through the house and down into the depths of subterranean darkness. The cylindrical walls that immured the stairway were the library itself, lined with the volumes of my father's hand, and his father's hand before him, and his grandfather's hand before them. There were three doorways to this library, one in my father's study, one on the first floor, and one in the basement, which led to a locked room that held the many paintings my family had collected over the years that could not be displayed throughout the house because of the lack of space on the walls. The footsteps in the upstairs hallway were in actuality created by a physical presence, a presence that did just as the sound implied, walking. This walker in the hallway was known as the Always, and it held what was called the Pendulum Roll. It did not interfere with my family's life, and we did not interfere with its life. It did not require food or water or sleep or any other kind of sustenance. It was about as tall as the hallway itself. Its presence loomed from wall to wall as it walked, consuming the space there available and nearly blocking passage. Over its body hung an ancient and heavy cloak of darkened wool, under which its face was nearly concealed. In fractional moments of passing, I caught glimpses of its countenance, cringing by the sight pressed against my mind. I saw sunken eyes that shared no glimmer. I saw a nose shriveled in time. I saw flesh brittle and cracked. I saw thoughts of emptiness from the cornered task of endless strides, excreting from its essence. It was known to me as an everlasting guest. It had always been in that house, with my grandfather's family before ours, and with my grandfather's father's family before his. We were not to talk to it, engage in action with it, touch it, or interfere with it in any way. My siblings and I knew little about the always, and the pendulum roll, and my parents were short and conscious of what they shared about it. On this morning, like any other, something happened. As I ascended towards the sound of the always in my bedroom, the steps ceased. It was an eerie sensation to no more find the soft footsteps of its path lingering in my ears as I had heard them all my life. I walked to the hallway and found it lying face down on the floor with its arms outstretched and angled upwards. Its hands were stuck in wretched poses of twisted finger disfigurement. I screamed when I saw it. My father came forth from his study like a starving lion upon its prey. As I watched him appear within the hallway, I knew of the fear to come without knowing of the reasoning behind it. There was a swelling inside me, a growing by the piling of mounds and mounds of inner catatonic substance. It plastered my insides and then expanded to reaches beyond the encasement of life that I knew there resided. It was a transformation without physical involvement. Upon this changing, I had lost something I felt I would never again retrieve. 
It was as if my spirit locked itself away from me so that even I would not be able to embrace its everlasting aura. It was as if I was abandoned and worlds had been torn apart. I felt all of this, all in that single moment, as I looked upon the lifeless always. My father rolled the always over to reveal a face of melted identity. With my father's glance at this grotesquerie, he told us to run. He told my siblings, he told my mother, he told me. At that moment, I felt feelings no person should ever feel. I wanted to run. I wanted to leave everyone and everything and run into the vastness of a lost and unknown dimension. I wanted to leave space and time and shrivel into the incorporeal mass of my former inexistence. But there was no real way to run. There was no real way to escape that which always surrounded and knocked on the doors of that house and the world that harbored it. I left the home of my family's dynasty with the image of my father ingesting the always. With ravaging force, he tore into the bean with his mouth and ripped flesh away from it in gulps of petrified desperation. When I ran, I did not run with my mother or my siblings. I ran without giving thought to their proximity or distance. I ran without any natural way of thinking. My world of logic and thought had flipped into the oblivion of misdirection. It was not until I reached the location several miles from the house that my thoughts again became clear, and at that point so too did the immense feeling of loss subside. I stopped moving and stood while I felt my spirit reinstate authority over my essence. It felt safe to exist once more. I immediately turned around and ran back to my home to the house of my family and the always. I stopped in front of the double door entrance to the house when I arrived. Filled with frenzied thought, I dreaded what I might find on the other side. I was frightened and my stomach felt uneasy. I turned the knob abnormally slow and then walked inside. The sound of steps entered my ears. The sound of footsteps, the sound of the always, the sound of the pendulum roll. In that instant, the weight of anxiety lifted and released me to the ease of breath. I ran through the house and up the stairs to the upstairs hallway while joyfully screaming for my father as if it was my birthday and it was time for presents. I found the always walking the hallway when I arrived. It walked at the same pace and with the same weight and with the same purpose as it always had. I was overjoyed to see it, and with the sight, the status of my heart was further stabilized. However, when after over several minutes my father did not appear, the reassuring presence of the everlasting guest began to diminish, for nowhere was my father to be found. And so I began a quest, and I looked everywhere for my father, in every room and in every closet, and he was gone. In this new moment, all elating feelings left, and the sinking feeling of terror lurched again into existence in the pit of my stomach. I returned to the always. Its back was towards me as I approached, and so I walked behind it, following it, waiting for the moment of truth I now sought. The time that elapsed during my trailing steps was slow and filled with abysmal anticipation. Once at the end of the hallway, the always turned to face me, and my nightmarish inclination was proven correct. 
There, covered in the cloak of the always, and transformed to fill its form, was my father. In complete shock, I fell backwards to the floor, and only narrowly rolled out of the way of the always before it trod on down the hallway. I yelled at my father in desperation with the trumpets of all longing, but he did not turn to face me. He did not acknowledge my pleas. His role was no longer that of a father. He now held the pendulum role. That concludes episode 79 of The Dark Verse. You can download all of the episodes on iTunes or you can go to thedarkverse.com and download all of the episodes there as well. Make sure you go to my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash sharkchild, and follow me there. I have a new project coming up that should be pretty exciting, and I'm going to be releasing everything there uh, for everyone. So I'll make the announcements on Facebook. So uh, just be on the lookout. That's going to be coming up here in just the next month or so that will be launched it's a new podcast but with a twist there's a little bit more to it yeah that's gonna be fun other than that uh, have a happy halloween and i'll have a little halloween audio bit for you guys in the next few days so keep your eyes open and your ears open for that all right see ya All stories on the dark verse are the sole property of Sharkchild and cannot be used for distribution, publication, or monetary gain without my written consent. Sleep deeply and remember to love. Love.